Today, I debate a very aggressive man who is not anti-vaccine, he's just anti-COVID vaccine. Prepare yourself for a mind-numbing debate. Oh, and be sure not to take a shot every time you hear the word transmission, or you will certainly die of alcohol poisoning. Yeah, sure. I have a little intro here. Um, my name is Red Pill Gaming TV. I'm a dissident right-wing streamer with a daily news program that's been banned from 109 different streaming platforms, including Twitch, DLive, and Trovo. So far, that's the list. Hopefully, we can keep it to that, but you can never be too certain. Uh, due to the fact most leftists are massive pussies that are incapable of interacting with right-wing opinions in an environment which they do not completely control. I currently stream on Odyssey and upload stream highlights to YouTube whenever TOS permits, which is increasingly rare these days. Uh, for life-altering hot takes, you can follow me on Telegram at RPG TV, or you can follow me on Gab at Red Pill Gaming TV. And that's a hell of an introduction. Hunter, <laughs> Hunter, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, you can. Uh, if you're interested in watching a massive leftist pussy, you can look me up on um, just search my name, Hunter Avalon. I'm on Twitch and YouTube mainly. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, since you were the challenger RPG, I'm going to let you open and then Hunter can respond. You have a five minute open. You don't have to use all that time. You can yield it back if you choose to. Then it'll be Please Hunter's do. open. You'll both also have your opportunity for closing statements. After closing statements, the floor will be open. And uh, of course, I'm going to keep the moderation as fair as possible. I do not take sides during a debate. All right, go ahead. All righty. So um, the ultimate question I will pose to Hunter tonight is this. If vaccines cannot stop infection or transmission, which is not a fast right-wing conspiracy theory, by the way, but... The latest admission from CDC Director Rochelle Walensky, as well as other medical experts I've been instructed are never to be questioned. Why should young, healthy people such as myself and especially children, which lunatic leftists are now pushing for, get vaccinated? The reality is the theoretical greater good, which I'm sure Hunter will invoke at some point, we need to protect grandma, is only possible by sacrificing perfectly healthy people. It's a numbers game driven exclusively by business interests, which, by the way, is something leftists normally claim to oppose despite their incestuous relationship. And I'm personally not willing to roll the dice on my life or health to give corporate bootlickers and vac slaves like Hunter Avalone a virtually insignificant higher chance of survival. I don't like people like Hunter, and I won't pretend I care very much about what happens to them. I'm not sure why Hunter would want to do this for the greater good either given that the greater good includes tens of millions of people he routinely refers to as neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and crypto-fascists. At this very moment, leftists are unanimously endorsing an idea proposed by Noam Chomsky that the unvaccinated should be removed from polite society, then starved to death. In other words, the only way to achieve the greater good, according to these people, is by exterminating those who comprise said greater good. Is this sounding familiar? Anyway, rather than Hunter legitimately caring about the well-being of us all, it's far more likely he makes claims like this because he feels there's some, there's some social benefit in doing so. The claim, which is demonstrably false, gives him an increased sense of virtue. He gets another boost in self-ascribed superiority by living vicariously through scientists and medical experts 
when he does nothing more than agree with and regurgitate the corporate-sponsored scientific consensus, failing to realize at any point that science in the modern era has become wholly ideological and profit-driven. This explains how a leftist can look you square in the face and claim it is somehow possible for a man to become pregnant or menstruate, which, as a reminder to any leftist in the audience, is a biological impossibility. Getting back to this supposed greater good, though, the only greater good I care about is the greater good of my own and of those I love or care about. Unlike most leftists, I'm not ashamed to admit this, and I don't pretend otherwise. I'm not going to get vaccinated to protect the Haitian invaders that became Americans yesterday. I'm not going to get vaccinated to help international big pharma conglomerates like Pfizer and Moderna rake in additional billions of dollars on my behalf in order to help them beta test a vaccine technology that's never seen widespread distribution in humans before and therefore has unknown long-term side effects. I'm well aware the chances of having an adverse reaction to the vaccine are slim or as aware as I can be given the incomplete data, but I'm also aware that my chances of ending up in a hospital due to COVID infection are just as slim and my chances of dying from COVID are virtually non-existent. With all that being said, I will circle back to my original question, why Hunter, given that vaccines can not stop transmission, and also given that there is no relationship between vaccine rates and case rates, should someone young and healthy like me be forced to get vaccinated? Hunter, it's your open. Um, yeah, well, I mean, he asked me a question, so we can just jump into it. Uh, sure. If vaccines can't stop transmission, I guess you're getting this from the statement from the CDC director, where they say, High viral load suggests an increased risk of transmission and raised concern that, unlike with other variants, vaccinated people infected with Delta can transmit the virus. So you realize the fact that we even have a Delta virus uh, variant here is because of anti-vax people. And do you also realize that anti-vax... Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Do you also realize okay, that anti-vax individuals raise the risk of new variants? So you don't get to create the problem and then complain about the problem simultaneously. Okay, so right off the bat, um, tonight during this debate, you, that is the last time you're going to refer to me as an anti-vaxxer. Okay, J I, I am not against vaccines. Did vaccine. I call you an anti-vaxxer? You just did, yes. You just did. You just implied that I was an anti-vaxxer. Do you think I'm an anti-vaxxer? How about we start there? No, I don't know. Like, we're trying... You're obviously, obvi let, let's, let's cut the act. You're obviously implying that I am an anti-vaxxer. You think everybody who shares my views is an anti-vaxxer. I'm not against vaccines in theory. I look at them on a case-by-case -case basis. And so you're when against it just the COVID vaccine you're against? Yeah, well, there, there may be others. I would have to do my research on, on other vaccines as well. But because tonight's discussion is about the COVID vaccine, that's what I'm prepared to discuss. So, well, yes. I think, I, think, I think it's fair to assume for right now that Hunter's being good faith until yeah, so, I see him not until I see him not being good faith. So Yeah, so vaccines absolutely do stop transmission and the way that they do that is by preventing you from getting it in the first place and then that simultaneously can prevent transmission. Second of all, again, it's not just about if you die. It's not just about if you go to the hospital. It's about how the anti-vaxxers overall negatively impact the entire country. So for example, we have hospitals that are 
uh, having their resources completely strained. I have some information here about, um, this is in one particular state, they say we are seeing our hospital system strained. Uh, according to this one lady, there were 2,400 people with COVID-19 in hospital beds across the state with 600 in ICUs on the day that she spoke with the press. And then she also said that as a result, patients are sometimes needing to be rescheduled for sur uh, surgical procedures. So when we have unvaccinated people like you, for example, who don't doesn't want to get vaccinated, you might get the virus and you might be fine. Now, let's ignore the fact that if you get the virus, you have significant long-term risks. That's not true. However, That's not true. That is absolutely true. Demonstrate it. So, um, well, if you want to look at the risk of uh, having an erectile dysfunction, the way that COVID actually can interact with the like blood flow into the testicles can literally cause erectile dysfunction. And I know that anti-vaxxers- Is that now, something you were researching? Th this isn't also- That in particular- I are you trying to get a dunk on me right now or what what's your what are you implying now? <laughs> okay, you, good try. But anyway, when you don't get vaccinated and then you spread it to somebody who maybe is more susceptible who will end up going to the hospital, that creates a strain on our hospital resources which negatively impacts everyone. If you need to go to the hospital for any reason, it could be covid unrelated, but that can still impact all of us. So that right there is a reason. Second of all, okay, but the, the vaccinated the vaccinated are spreading COVID right now. That's that's been demonstrated time and time again. And the reason why oh, they're we're doing not that, just talking about spreading. the reason why the reason why they're doing that is because the vaccines are not effective. I know people like that's you like true. to say that they're not effective. effective. It, it, so, it depends. It depends how you define efficacy. If you're talking about uh, immunity, the vaccines are not providing immunity any longer. And that's exactly what the problem they, is. Wait, not wait, that wait, wait, oh, you're the, saying things that are not true. They do Yes, I am. That is absolutely all, true. No, no, and and whatever wasn't immunity. true, whatever wasn't true, then you need to you need to respond okay, to it. They absolutely, let him let him let him respond to they, it then. RPG. They absolutely provide immunity. I can send you here if you want a meta analysis. Hold on, let me pull it up for you. Right, and on. I could I could send you the CDC director saying that the vaccines can not stop transmission. I just That's why read the thing you're being you're being dishonest right now because no, I'm I just, not being dishonest. Yes, you are because I just read this thing and they said that it was the vaccine didn't help as much with the Delta variant specifically. And and, and what's again, the primary variant right it. now? Hold on, what's, we what's the variant we're dealing with right now? We've been dealing with for the last few months. It's the Delta variant. There, so and there are already other variants that scientists are getting concerned about as well. And this is because when people refuse to get vaccinated, That's and not true. Yes, it's not true, especially when they're in large enclaves this is not create... true okay just keep saying that then it it simply isn't true though because the vaccinated and the unvaccinated are both capable of producing mutated versions of the virus so what you're saying is simply not true no i'll read you this little quote here from i don't uh, care i don't care what you read me that what you're saying isn't true okay, so then you would rather just go with your feelings or i'm not going what? with like... feelings I, I i can read you if you want i can i can read you articles that i have here too that say what you're saying isn't true and that vaccinated Please, people can you, send me, can if, you read me some the, of those arguments sure if the vaccine if the vaccine isn't effective enough, then it's actually going to train the virus to work around the antibodies, which in turn will make it potentially more powerful. So 
Can you send me some articles that say that? Please? Sure. And I'll read you really quick the thing I have. So Christopher Martin, a professor of public health at West Virginia University, explains that uh, under-vaccinated pockets create more opportunity for the virus to mutate. The virus that causes COVID-19 replicates only when inside a human host, and it does so by hijacking our cellular machinery to make more copies of itself instead of more copies of human cells. But that process is messy and mistakes can be made. Those mistakes often result in mutations that create slightly different versions of the invading pathogen. So that right there, a quote from a professional in this in this department has acknowledged and has said very clear cut. How okay, and I could find you quotes from professionals in this department that please, say the complete opposite. So I, I've I asked can, you, and sure. you haven't sent me anything. Sure. Well, well where do you want me to drop it? Well, because you can, you can drop it in the private chat if you look over on the side of the screen. Or so, yeah, there you go. And then right, this uh, is just this is just one example. If you want, we could spend the rest of the stream. I, I could look up other sources. This is an NPR article. I assume that this is a, a source that you would respect. And it's it's uh, it's the transcript of a conversation between two professionals discussing how vaccines can are capable of driving the well, evolution right off the bat, I of say more the NPR science correspondent reports. That's not cause for alarm. So that's right at the very top. So I'm, well, I'm well, these are I'm these are this, this, this is NBR here. we're talking about. These, these are these are other corporate bootlooking vaccines we're talking about. So of course they're going to try to twist and bend it to make it seem like well you still have to get vaccinated even though the vaccine is is capable the vaccinated are capable of producing variants. I don't want to I don't want to have this discussion because to, to me this is not really productive. You believe that that the uh, unvaccinated they are solely responsible for creating mutations. There is plenty of that evidence is not out true. there. True, I did not say they were solely responsible. Okay, of so course, how responsible are they? I don't know. Do you want me to quantify yeah, Exactly. It? You Obviously, don't know. So why are we having this conversation? Wait, come on, dude. No, we're okay. You don't know. No, 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 no. You don't know. You don't know. So you've got to give him a chance to respond. You've got to. You're acting in such bad faith. You're asking me here for a specific number. I don't know the quantifiable exact. What doesn't that matter? Percent is blah 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 blah. No, it matters it though. Doesn't. What matters does. is that the unvaccinated create a larger risk and are more likely. How do you? You just said you don't know. You're saying they create a larger risk, but you're also at the same time saying you don't know what the risk is. So if it's a larger risk, then give me a number. I, right, I looked well, into it myself. It, it's it's hard to find. There's a lot of mixed yeah, reports. That, Some so, articles so, say that the vaccinated are to blame. The Some thing say you just they, sent me, for example, said that there was no cause for alarm. And then you cited the CDC. In their thing. opinion. And then in their opinion, there's no cause for alarm. And then you cited alarm. the CDC thing as evidence that the transmission thing isn't working when I, we read it. And it was actually just talking about specifically the Delta variant. So I'm having the Delta a really variant hard is the variant that we're so, dealing with right now. I know. And then I read you the quote from the doctor or from the professor, excuse me, who explained how people who are unvaccinated have a higher risk or have a high risk, at least since I won't since we're not getting into the exact numbers, since you said there are mixed reports. They do have a very high risk, though, themselves of creating more uh mutations. And, and I can find a doctor so, who says the opposite. So let's this how about anti, instead of no, this. No, 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 no. I'm pushing back against this anti-intellectual take that you're saying. I can find a doctor that says this. I can say a doctor that says yeah, this. It's right. not about just one specific doctor that's that are saying these, these, these things. This is about 
a vast medical consensus. And I could find a the, vast medical consensus as well. The thing no, is, is would you, no, you, would you consider, the, would you consider the, the medical consensus is whatever agrees with your personal views? Guy, we're getting, we're getting too far this, into this to the point where I can't even understand what one's saying over the other. RPG, you have the floor for right now, but if you guys can try to make an effort to not interrupt each other so that the audience can follow the debate, that would be great. Go ahead. All right. So um, what you consider the medical consensus is whatever science agrees with you. You understand That's that if lie. they're, if they're it, it's not a lie because you, you understand that any scientist that puts forward the views that I'll put forward tonight, they they lose everything. They lose their livelihood. Their, their, it's not a lie. It's not. You those, cannot, wait, do you realize where the you mean those that remember that whole group of doctors? They're called anti-vaxxers and, and they lose their jobs. Remember that whole group of doctors that came out talking about hydroxychloroquine and how they got like a fuck ton of praise and attention from right wing media and whatnot. Come on, dude. Now, if no, you actually, get I, have no idea like what you're I have no idea what you're talking thing. about. I don't see how that, I don't see how that's relevant. I don't know what you're talking about. And if and show me actual, where the doctors that are talking about hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Show me where they are right now. What? Okay, listen, when it comes to the overall vaccine, and when I'm talking about a medical consensus, I am talking to you about how, one, there's an international recognition that this vaccine is safe and effective. Even in places where they had another outbreak, the vaccine is doing its job, and that is ultimately protecting people from the worst aspects of this virus. So the vaccine works almost in layers. There is an aspect of it that gives you, because what it does is it introduces a spike protein and that creates antibodies, which literally helps you build up immunity, yes, but it also protects, uh, gives you protection against having a worse outbreak if you are to get COVID. So again, if you get COVID, if you're vaccinated and you get COVID, because everyone knows no vaccine is 100%, if you are vaccinated and you get COVID, you're less likely to go to the hospital and you're less likely to die. We are seeing but this. Can I, can I respond to that point? Yes, but I just want to say that's international. We can see this all over the world. Okay, and um, you're saying the vaccine is doing its job. The vaccine isn't doing its job, which is why they're calling for boosters right now, because the efficacy, the immunity is dropping rapidly. And how vaccines work. Clearly. Can I finish so, a can I finish a point? I, I don't know. Can you stop? Yeah, saying you do. That you do, you do have to let him finish, too. He did let you uh, finish your point. Go ahead, RPG. Okay, so the problem with the vaccines, the reason why they're not effective, you, you say this like a dog, you've been conditioned like a dog to say the vaccines are safe and effective, they're safe and effective. You don't know that they're safe because you don't know what the adverse reaction rates from the vaccine are. It, it's impossible to know. We have a system that tracks it, which you don't accept, called VAERS. So if we have a system that tracks it, but you say, oh, well, uh, anybody can file a report so it doesn't count and, and it isn't being tracked and OSHA right now is directing employers to not track it because they don't want to deter employees from getting vaccinated. How can you say the vaccine is safe when there isn't any, any quantifiable database out there showing us exactly the adverse reactions? Well, we we don't need a suit like, well, first of all, yes, we, we do. To, well, hold on. When we're talking about VAERS, it's true that anybody can file a report. And it's also true that you shouldn't take VAERS at face value. But that database still does come in handy because doctors ultimately look over that and snuff out the false reports and try to, you know, they try to take what they can 
from that information. But again, it's not just VAERS that we need to look at. It's also the clinical trials that we can look at. So a good example of this is like the myocarditis thing. We hear this brought up a lot. Oh, myocarditis, myocarditis it's so spooky. But again, the way that I can confidently is it not? say- the, No. The way that I can confidently Heart inflammation say that, isn't, isn't of concern? Like not, you're, you're the not way, the way you're aspect, just no. I first why of all, not? If you get because first of all, if you get COVID, you have a 18 times higher uh risk of getting myocarditis. Second of all, myocarditis from the vaccine is excruciatingly rare. And when the people you don't do know that is the point yes, where is the discussion do. we're I'm having right now cite, is you don't hold on, you don't know I'm that I'm trying to cite you something right now. Okay. So they conducted a study where they gave the vaccine to 2.5 million people, and out of that two and out of those 2.5 million people, there were only 54 cases of myocarditis. And out of those 54 cases, the majority of them were better in days and didn't require any like medical attention or anything whatsoever. It was a mild case of myocarditis. And that was really it. Keep in mind again, that if you get COVID, your risk of developing myocarditis is significantly higher. So it's a cross benefit analysis here. It's not, it's, it's, if I get COVID versus do I want to have the protection against COVID? And in this aspect, absolutely. Yes. If you're going to complain about something like myocarditis, it would be way better to get the vaccine. Okay. So what percentage of people that, that contract COVID ends up with myocarditis? Um, which, which part, what, like what, from the study that I just cited or just answer the question, I, like what? See, this seems to the be the question is clear. Hold the on, question wait, wait, wait. was I am gonna the question was clear. I said, what percentage there... of people that contract COVID get oh, myocarditis? Oh, oh, oh. Let me uh, let me pull up the CDC things here. Hold on. Um... Because because just just to to put it out there, the the vast majority of people that get COVID have either no symptoms or mild symptoms. Okay, so COVID in general is not a deadly virus. Yes, it is highly contagious, but it isn't deadly. Association between COVID-19 and myocarditis, let's see, during March 2020 to January 2021, patients with COVID-19 had nearly 16 times the risk for myocarditis compared with patients who did not have yeah, COVID-19. Yeah, but what percentage, what percentage of those with COVID have I myocarditis? Did, I'm trying to find it. Listen, this is the thing that anti-vaxxers tend I don't to wanna, do a lot. Okay, so yes, you're calling me an anti-vaxxer, so, yes, so I, I was yes, right yes, when yes, I assumed that you were referring to me as an anti-vaxxer. Oh, yeah, 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 you're absolutely and you're, an anti-vaxxer. You're not going to yeah, do not that, though. Because you're, you're giving no, me No, 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 you're not going to do that. I'm not, no, no, you're not going to do that. This this debate will not continue if you're going to use that derogatory slur against me. I'm, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm against the COVID vaccine. Why are you because such COVID... a snowflake about this? Okay, fine. You're an anti-vaxxer. You want that, because you're that using a, a derogatory slur against me in order to marginalize my position on this. And how dare right. you do I'm that? Because really everything I'm right saying now. you to everything I'm saying to you tonight is based in logic. It's based in science, research. It's rational. It's coherent. And you're going to take all of that and you're going to say, "Oh, you're an anti-vaxxer." No. No. So far, respond you to my points. Respond to my points and You're keep the slurs out of any it. Points right now. You I'm making a lot me. of points. No, oh you just asked me a question. You said, "What's the percentage?" And I'm trying to scroll through the CDC to find the exact number. You're like, "Answer the fucking question." I'm gonna just right. say the point this is, is the percentage is obviously low. That's the point. I told you that people with COVID okay. had nearly sixty. Stop. It's okay for you to make the request that you don't want an ad hom used in this particular case. You think that anti-vaxxer is an ad hom, so I would request, Hunter, that you don't refer to RPG that way. However, RPG, if you are going to request information from Hunter that he may not have directly on hand, you've got to give him some time 
to pull that information up. Well, I sent it to him. He can just he can look it up himself because a lot of the times with these conversations, what ends up happening is you just play 20 questions. You're like, well, what's the exact number of this? What's this? Oh, you don't know? Because it matters. Wrong, huh? It matters. Well, then why don't you go look it up? Why are you coming to a debate? Because so you're the one making the claim. Let's get back questions. to the formation of the position. RPG, can you summarize your position on this so that Hunter can respond to it and we can discuss the discourse from there? Sure. Okay. So my original question to Hunter is if the vaccines are not effective, if they cannot stop transmission, which they cannot do because the efficacy drops rapidly after just six months, the efficacy is as low as 20%. And I even have a report here that shows it drops all the way to zero. And in some cases it drops into the negatives. That's why. <laughs> what? That's why I will explain why we're not. I will explain. I will explain why if you let me speak, I'll explain why the reason why they're they're because they're not exactly sure. But what they are predicting is that people who are vaccinated, they believe because they've been brainwashed and lied to. They believe that they're immune. So they're engaged in behaviors and activities that an immune person might engage in because they were promised to return to normalcy, get vaccinated and your life will return back to normal. So they're engaging these behaviors and they're actually spreading the virus more than the unvaccinated are. That's what's going on right now. There's a study out of Israel I could send you. There's a study out of Qatar I could send you where they said within five to eight months, I have it right here, the efficacy drops to as low as 20 percent. Well, first of all, with the um, efficacy rates, like the efficacy rates can can vary. Sure. But again, this is how any vaccine works. This doesn't mean you're you wrong should. about that. You're That's wrong. That's not man. true. You get boosters. You are for wrong. Do you get boosters for the flu every year? One second. Uh, this is Radix Verum. She's she's coming on to actually assist me with moderation in this debate. I requested that she did because I thought that you guys might uh, might be a bit of a handful on this one. So, <laughs> and it turns out I was right. Uh, Radix, thanks for coming on. Appreciate <laughs> no it. No problem. She'll be keeping notes as we go. And we're, again, we're going to let the free flow go right back into it. Go ahead. Okay. So to my knowledge, when it comes to the flu vaccine, you're not necessarily getting a booster, but because the flu is this, is this ever-changing virus, like it's not mm -hmm. like you're getting, you're not getting an annual shot every single year because your efficacy from the previous year dropped from 90 to zero and no, you need no, to boost it. So I don't know what the exact efficacy drops with the flu thing or whatever, but like, I can tell you it's five well, to 10% each year. Okay. Well, every vaccine, and that's most vaccines, can, by the way, Every vaccine can wane in efficacy. It also is dependent, like you. But just this one really wanes. So what? That doesn't. So mean it's, that not, it's not, effective. not effective. How can you say it's effective no, 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 if wait, the efficacy stop. wanes? Stop. That's the point. Stop. You're I'll not. Stop. You're missing the. You're missing the point of this entirely. So anytime you take a vaccine, the efficacy that vary that wanes could be like it could be all over the place. Sure. However, I can send you a list here from healthline.com where they talk about various different studies that tested the efficacy rates. And they found that when it came against the Delta variant, it could be somewhere lower around, yes, 32% or so, or as high as 90%. So it the fact starts it, off at 90 and then it, it drops from, rapidly after two months. And then within five to eight months, it drops to 20%. This is, this is not even, this is confirmed. This is objectively true. So is, I know you have science confirmed. I don't know. It is you, confirmed. You, no, I'll no, I don't know where right you now. Here it comes. Get ready for it. The negative 20% thing. Uh, maybe it's like a, you're ready for it. It's coming right now, but either way, just if it, oh, either way. So you're saying, wait, wait, wait. So you're saying it might be true then. I'm saying, yeah, I'll drop regardless it. I'll drop of what it in you're saying, I'm saying regardless of what you're saying, 
it doesn't change the fact that taking the vaccine is absolutely going to be beneficial. Even if the efficacy, let's say hypothetically that the efficacy really did wane back, like from it's uh, not a hypothetical. I'm sorry to keep cutting you off, but it isn't a hypothetical. This is, this is, these are the facts. Like in order Don't say even if it does, these, you this is let them respond. RPG, you to have to stop let this virus. Everybody needs to be vaccinated with herd immunity. And even if the vi in it, okay, if it wanes or it wanes or it whatever, does. Stop saying if say, it does, then Alliance says it does it, at whatever degree it wanes, it does not matter because it in order does to, matter. yes because in order to stop this thing right off the bat when everybody is vaccinated we can kill the virus arguably in six to eight months by stopping the yes by stopping the ability of this virus to mutate by stopping the ability of this virus to jump from person to person and straining our hospital resources this will absolutely benefit everyone and it doesn't matter if the efficacy drops in eight months. Any immunity, if you get natural immunity, that drops in sixty days. If no, you it get, doesn't. That's bullshit. Natural, that is, natural. You said you you were what? presented this. You were presented with this yourself when you debated Rob Nor. He referred to the study from Israel that shows that natural immunity is both stronger and longer lasting. And now you're going to act like oh, I never heard that one before. You no, acknowledge it in your debate with him. Because if there's one study that says that, that's cool. Oh, here we go. This is evidence. this is why you can't you can't debate no, these people a, because no, oh, it's because just one study. He reviewed. I don't care. Okay, are you gonna let me? You know you're wrong, man. Come on, real. You think that you no, think that the vaccine? About, yeah, dude. You can look at the CDC data on this. You realize that the CDC is like, telling people that the vaccines don't work. Where do they say that? Could you tell me? Rochelle Walensky said the vaccines cannot stop transmission. That's that the problem we're facing right now. What they said you're lying. It is what you, I'll send you the video right, right now. now. Here it comes. Are, you said you were talking about a statement. Yeah, a statement put out by the head of the CDC. Who is it? Rochelle Walensky? Yes. Does she not represent the CDC anymore? Are you going to say, oh, her? Okay, some of those data were published. I have a video here. I don't know if BPF is going to be playing videos I, here, I, but it's a short clip. No, no, no. I don't need to see the video. I'm reading okay. the thing. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you don't want to see the video because it proves I'm my point. I'm reading the statement right now, buddy. Calm down, all right? I'm quoting her. Cannot stop transmission. Verbatim quote. And it's not just her, by the way. High rival loans. Well, why don't you link it to me, RPG? Is it, yeah, I'll, it, maybe maybe the video is different than the published statement. I, maybe like I, I would. It's in the private that. chat on Streamyard. Is it this Twitter? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Give me just a second. You guys can keep going. I'll get this pulled up. Sure. And I have another article here from the Hill. Oh, it says wait, wait, wait. vaccinated just as likely to spread Delta within households as unvaccinated. So there, there's plenty of research on this. And and the thing is, what's happening is. They approved the vaccines with incomplete data. They only have like a month or two of clinical trial data. And with that data, the efficacy was still high. So they said, All you know right, what? It's still 80, 90 for just a second when I listen to this. Yeah, we will. Don't don't worry about it. You guys can still Why discuss. I'm going to pull this up real quick. <laughs> Hold on. This is yes, the this was exactly video. wait this. OK. <laughs> oh, boy. OK. So, yes, the vaccine. Wait, let him play the video for the audience. Can you uh, play the wait, video for the audience? I, I, it's a very I, short I, video. I just I played the video. Yeah. We, yeah. We, but 
we weren't. I just played we the video on my thing. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't actually able to play it. There was some type of audio. It's fine. She said the, the same thing that we already knew, which was that it's not good at stopping transmission with the Delta variant. Again, you said, "Wait, <laughs> what's you the brought... variant? What's the oh dominant variant hey, right now?" Am I allowed to finish a sentence? What's you the are. dominant you variant? You're such a weasel, right? But you're such a weasel. Whether you think you... that or not, you still got to let him respond. Holy what shit, you're saying. Man, this guy it's is important. fucking raging over here. Yeah, you can, you can respond, Hunter. Go ahead. <laughs> I honestly, I lost my train of thought here. You're and a weasel. You you're trying to weasel out, guys, out of the point. What you guys are stuck on right now is you're stuck on the efficacy due to the Delta variant. So what RPG's overriding point is is the variant right now, which we're most uh, we're mostly dealing with. And I'm just summarizing this for him is the Delta variant. And so therefore, right. since it's the Delta variant, if she's saying that, hey, um, you know, this isn't actually stopping the virus, then that seems to be what his overarching point is. If you want to respond right. to that, I would also like to also interject that I could please request not to be called a very hurtful slurs such as weasel. I find that very. Yeah, offensive. I think I think that's not it, a slur. That's what you are. He, but you asked that ad hoc. Well, what you are is an anti-vaxxer. Like, I'm not allowed to say that here. So yeah, no. If, if he's not, not allowed to say it, you're I lying. Think it's that's fair. the difference. I think it's so. Fair. What the CD, what the CDC director said is that. Oh, right, right, right. Now I remember what I was going to say. So you brought up the flu thing, which you said, well, yeah, we get boosters because there's new mutations. Well, now we need boosters because there's a Delta variant. When we're dealing with a pandemic, we're also dealing with something that mutates quicker. And again, the mutation is able to happen faster because of unvaccinated people. I already read you That's the not quote. True. From That's the not professor. true. You said you don't know. You said you said you don't know. Say it three times and it'll. You happen. said you don't know. You admitted it already. Let him finish his point, RPG. Sorry, man. Sorry. It's just that what the CDC director said ultimately was that the uh, vaccine is good at stopping hospitalization and death with the Delta variant, which is massively important when we're talking about straining our hospital resources. Okay, so that is crucial. And then she said that the vaccine cannot stop transmission of the Delta variant. Again, which is the dominant is why, variant right now. It has been the dominant variant the booster, in this country for months, why, which is why we need the booster, which is then what you're mad at that also. So like you're wait, so then can you explain? Can you explain to me? Hold on. Wait, I have a great question for you. Can you explain to me why the Delta variant is in every other country, including countries with extremely high rates of vaccination like the United Kingdom and in Israel? Can you yeah, explain sure, that you one? Sure. Yeah. Could you explain to me why the hospitalization and death rates are significantly lower and why even though they had a greater outbreak, they didn't actually result in more hospitalizations and death, which literally diverting. Less... It's a different no, point. No, That's actually it's... extremely yes, crucial. Okay, now, now no, I have to not. speak. If we're going to talk I about the speak now no, it's not. If we're... You're deflecting. Hang on, hang you're making on, a different you point. Hunter, you got to let him respond. Go ahead, RPG. You're deflecting, okay, because you are insinuating the reason why the Delta variant exists in the United States is because of those back alley inbred redneck retards who don't want to get vaccinated. That's the point you're making right now. The, the response that I have for you, which you have no answer for, is that in the United Kingdom and in Israel, and I'm sure every other country where they are extremely highly vaccinated, the Delta variant, it, it's there as well. So the point you're making is false. Now, when it comes to hospitalizations and deaths, yes, the vaccine is effective in that way. It So, so perfect. That's extremely, that's good. I'm glad we came to common ground there. But so- but there's, there's one more point to make here. They're extremely effective, but the chances of falling severely ill or dying from COVID are infinitesimally small to begin with. But the, there's the, see, there's where I think we're going to be able to find some common ground here. I'm glad that we're able to concede this. So let me write this down. So the vaccines are effective at preventing death. Now, hold on. 
I actually think we're going to make some ground here with this. So that is what's crucial. So it's important to remember that when vaccines are created, it's true that they do access, they do provide antibodies, which gives you a level of immunity, but this is not actually the main purpose. The main purpose of the vaccine, I'm not sure if this is all vaccines, but it's definitely with this one, is to actually prevent symptomatic uh, and like outbreak, death, hospitalization, things along those lines. So again, you're right that you personally at your age, your risk of dying from COVID is probably significantly low. I don't think you should be like terrified that one day that you're going to suddenly drop dead of COVID-19. But if you are to get COVID, and again, we already know the Delta variant is more contagious. If you are to get COVID, even if you don't die, you can spread it to somebody that could absolutely not necessarily die, but go to the hospital, take up those resources. And since okay, we're all but the vaccinated are doing that too, and they're doing it just as much is the right, point that see, I'm establishing here. It's not about just the spread. Again, it's about if you are to get, let's say hypothetically that you're vaccinated and then you're with someone else who's vaccinated. And then despite the fact that you're vaccinated, you get the Delta variant, then spread it to your friend who's vaccinated. Now, your friend who gets the Delta variant and you who have the Delta variant are far less likely to go to the hospital and take up those resources. Okay, stop. The resources thing, that that's not like, just so you know, from my perspective, that's not a persuasive argument. So you could keep well, like the doing the resource that having, thing. That's fine. But the people that are having their surgeries rescheduled and the people that are being negatively infected, I think that would be a pretty impactful argument. Okay, well, well, I'm just saying like as far, as far as this debate is concerned, I'm just letting you know, like you keep like harping on the resources, the resources. Well, Wait, if you I want to talk about the hospitalization rates, we could talk about how nearly half of COVID hospitalizations are actually not as they appear, because what's happening in nearly half of cases, this was proven, I have the link if you want to see it, is that people are going to the hospital for reasons other than COVID, and then they're they're getting tested for COVID because that's the thing right now. So they're testing all these patients with the PCR tests, which are unreliable. They're, they're, they're inaccurate. The PCR uh, a technology inventor said this himself. And you mean nearly Robert half- Malone? Um, if, if that's yeah, the guy, I, I could, I could find it, okay. but if that's the guy, I mean, but nearly, well, nearly half of hospitalizations like are, are not actually due to severe COVID illness and same thing with the deaths, by the way. Well, yeah, because in the, of course, in the entire population, it might not look like that from a statistical level, but when you actually look at it on like a state by state level, that's why I referenced that there were over 2000 people in a hospital with over 600 people in an IC in ICU beds, like that might not sound that big, but that affects people in those communities when those resources are taken up. And you're right that there might be some like miscalculation with data here and there. I don't know the ins and outs of every single data collection thing. However, I can easily point you to the various different statistics from all over the world. I have some UK data I'd be happy to show you um, that literally shows that the hospitalization and the death rates with of people with covid are among those who are unvaccinated like this is an objective truth. that's true this yes that is true so that right there though like that is a compelling reason to get the vaccine and i'll For I me? Know you, well i know that you say that it's not compelling to you but try to think outside of your own purview for a minute I hospital, am. hospital resources uh, and when well, those well, are can we stop vaccines no, don't stop transmission I mean, how many times do i have to say this it is about uh -huh. transmission because if I'm healthy, okay, look, it is about transmission because 
90% of people that are hospitalized with COVID have comorbidities. They're overweight, they're obese, or they have chronic lung failure. Okay. Or so this is not, this is, can I finish? Can it's have... not a pit. Can I finish? This is yeah. Diabetes. And, and, and who has diabetes, fat people or, or thin ones. So what's your solution? It, what's the, the point of bringing that up? Is if, if you are at risk, if you are in an at-risk category and the vaccines are proven to lower hospitalizations and lower the mortality rate, then those are the people that if they want to take that chance, they should get vaccinated. But me, my my odds are really, really good. I have all the numbers here. My odds are- I don't care fan- though. You're not hearing- I care. I, I know, care. But, but the thing is, is that the reason you keep going back to the transmission thing, I think, is because you realize you're kind of falling off your dialogue no, tree and you don't no, like it. No, because so, right now, tens of millions of Americans are being forced against their will, even though they don't need the vaccine, even COVID. though they've been oh, previously no. infected. Tens of millions, they are being forced against their will Wait, because they're, they're going the to- You want to talk about efficacy waning. I can literally show you the CDC data, which found that after 60 days, antibodies decreased. Not entirely. They weren't entirely gone, but they began to- That's wane when they begin to decrease. No, 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 no. No, you're being bad faith now and lying again because you came on here and you tried to attack me for bringing up or uh, you tried to c- attack the vaccine for saying it loses efficacy in six months. The right. natural immunity can lose efficacy within 60 days or at least begin to wane after 60 days. That doesn't mean anything. It could go yes, from 99 to 98. That's it, in, that doesn't mean anything. You need to know ex- precisely where it starts and where it falls to. Also, And, another, it's, and another, it's been done. The research has been done. You saw it yourself. There's another really good point to bring up here too, which is that a third- Everything you say is wrong. And there's also a third of individuals that get COVID don't even go on to develop those antibodies. Lastly, if you do have natural immunity, that's- I don't, again, that I don't know is, if that's true. Wait, 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 wait. This is, not a nat, this is not a dichotomy. This isn't natural immunity versus the vaccine. It is natural immunity and the vaccine. That only gives you stronger immunity. No, you know that's this bullshit. You, I, I watched no, I your debate. I watched your debate with Rob. You know that point's no, bullshit. Why no, are you making it again? I don't again? know it's bullshit at all. Yes, you do because no, you know I the difference. You know the difference is, have... is marginal. You you acknowledged no, it. I no, I I'm not acknowledging it. No, you did then. I have the evidence. <laughs> I have the evidence right. The in difference front of is me, marginal. True or false? Like... The difference is marginal. True or false? The difference is marginal. I I don't know. You're gonna have to. You acknowledge? Okay, everybody, go watch that replay. Not right okay, now. Yeah. But... I, I guess. Do you want to talk about my? other debate with someone else. The difference so is marginal, which you acknowledge. And now you're you off this hang, on, hang on. It is, it, it is fair in a debate to bring up what you may have previously stated. So I would have to go back and look at the debate, dude. Like I not, have this not th- asking you to acknowledge it. I'm just saying that it's fair game to bring it up. That's all. I'm you saying. should remember roughly if it's marginal or if it's substantial, do you remember that at least? Which 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 part is marginal? So if you get if you um, get vaccinated and you have natural immunity, you're saying that your immunities are even stronger. But the point that I'm making is the difference between natural immunity by itself compared to natural immunity plus vaccinated immunity. I think it was like point point one or point zero. Like it was nothing. It was basically nothing. So. What you're doing here is dishonest, and you would, you've acknowledged this yourself already. So I don't know why you're what, what you're trying to accomplish here, but let me pull. This I don't know what you're looking there. for right now either. I'm getting my. Are you, are you getting looking for your stream replay? No, I'm looking for my uh, document here that talks about this. Not sure I mean, okay, well, 
I am at I am at no risk of being hospitalized or dying from COVID nineteen. And and can I finish? And the vaccines cannot stop transmission. So why should I, as a young, healthy person, when I can't protect other people, I can't do that. From one point to one point doesn't give me time to respond. And then just like you said, you want me to look. You're wrong on this, and you're just wasting time. Oh, we need to look for my document. You know what you said. You know the difference is marginal. All right, here we go. Here's the natural. Immunity. We don't have all night to debate, so I'd rather get to the next point. Holy the shit. Dip- Are you all right? You've got to let him respond, though. you got to let him respond. He'll text you back, bro. Calm down. So from Nebraska Medicine, more than a third of COVID-19 infections result in zero protective antibodies. Natural immunity fades faster than vaccine immunity. So natural immunity, uh, let's see, a third of infections don't get protective antibodies. Some people who get COVID receive no perce- protection from reinfection. Their natural immunity is non-existent. A recent study found that 36 Oh, you're just reading the article. You should be, you should have this shit ready to go finish, in advance. I have my whole document here with all my notes. got to let them respond. Go ahead. So I'm reading from the study directly. A recent Are we debating study or reading articles? Let so him you, you, respond. Okay, so I, it's I, fair I, game to I, use I, an article even to respond. No, this Let is this respond. is like incredibly bad faith to the point of you asking me a question and now I'm trying to like read from my notes and and read you the direct answer. And now you're all of a sudden making fun of me for reading from an article. Are you really this desperate? So I'm going to actually step back from this for a second. Uh, I'm sure you what, are. I'm sure and, you are going to step back from it. That'd so why is it you? Recent, it says a recent study found that 36% of COVID-19 cases didn't result in development of COVID antibodies. Natural immunity fades more quickly. Natural immunity can decay within about 90 days. Natural immunity alone is weak. One study compared natural from immunity alone to, to natural immunity plus vaccination. They found that after uh, infection, unvaccinated people are 2.34 times likelier to get COVID-19 again. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. You can read. People. Good job, man. Good job. Like this is let, let's just, I understand I know, we need to reference fact, our sources sometimes, but you're just going through the entire article here. No, this is from CDC.com. Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. Stop. Red pill. I actually had to mute you. I do understand that interrupting from time to time is a legitimate debate tactic. But you do need to allow Hunter to respond to your points, even if all he's going to do to respond to the point, if you don't agree with it, it doesn't matter. You still have got to let him respond. I'm going to unmute you now. Go ahead, Hunter. All right. Well, I'm fine. I just wanted to read the exact thing where it says that from May to June was compared with other rest of uh, residents. In this case, control study being unvaccinated was associated with 2.34 times the odds of reinfection compared with being fully vaccinated. And these were people that already had the natural antibodies. So that's bullshit. So that's just what I wanted to say for that part. And then now what you keep alluding to is I'm not at risk of dying. I'm not going to die. I'm I'm fine. I And I you're ignoring completely what I'm saying, which is I don't care if you're fine. The fact is that if you get COVID and then you spread it to someone else, which with the Delta variant, that is extremely likely, that will lead to a strain of hospital resources. I'm going to keep on going back to it because you don't want to talk about it, but that is a real and practical negative effect that the unvaccinated are having on everyone. And as a father, as someone who has kids, I can tell you right now that if my kid falls off her bike and she needs to fucking go to the hospital and it's taken up by a bunch of unvaxxed dipshits that are too scared to get vaccinated because they listen to you, then I'm going to be really fucking mad. So this is a practical way that this hurts everybody, but you want to skim past this, keep saying, well, it's not my problem. It's not my problem. It's I'm not going to die. I'm not. Okay. Maybe you won't die. And hopefully not. That would be pretty fucking sad, but it's not about if you die, it's about the strain that you put on everyone else. 
So I have something here about how it's costing. Uh, can I at at any yeah, point guys, can I respond? respond yeah, go for it, RPGs. please. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so you're saying it's not about you; it's about other people. I I don't know how. Am I talking to a wall here? I don't know how many times I need to say it, but the vaccines are not stopping transmission. Yeah. Earth to Hunter <laughs> Avalon, they're not stopping transmission. That's, that's, that's the, the point. That is the entire <laughs> point. Look. If 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 me getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated is the same thing as far as transmission is concerned, then why should I get vaccinated? Because also, the second point I want to make here, and then I'll let you respond. The okay. second point is you say that I'm scared of vaccines. You're scared of COVID. And you know what the difference between those two things are? The difference is long term effects. We don't know what the long term effects of the vaccines are. Yeah, we, we don't do. know what the short. No, we don't. How yeah, could we, we know? How could we possibly know? Because virtually the every negative were, effect the vaccines, vaccines were approved within like uh, the vaccines were approved on latest. limited data in the first place, which is why we're having this booster that's disaster right no, now. No, no, that's it not, is true. Not a booster disaster well, you had it was not limited points. data. It Let went them respond all to proper both precautions. Points. Let them respond to both points. Go ahead, Hunter. Oh, oh, it was my turn. Um, yeah. Uh, so you keep on again, it's we're, we're kind of looping around and around because you keep saying the transmission thing. Let me explain this to you. Hypothetically speaking, let's let's say this. OK, let's say that it doesn't stop transmission at all. It doesn't now, it? It does give you antibodies, which helps to prevent you from getting COVID in the first place, which, of course, reduces. That's not transmission true. That's yes, false. So you it's cannot false. I've established that already. So, no, you. The you CDC, really? you're, you're disagreeing right now with the, hold on a second. Hold on, Hunter. Why are you spreading disinformation? Get this. You're killing people. How many people just died because of what you, get this guy off the internet. Wait, I don't this, care This about guy needs people. to lose Why his YouTube. You're, you're killing people with your, with your vaccine misinformation. What you're saying is provably false. The, you're, you're disagreeing with the CDC director. You're disagreeing with so the for, experts. So, so let me give you. A Are good you out of your mind? Of what I'm, so let me give you a good example here of like it's funny because you try to like get a rhetorical win that by being like Hunter is killing people when again it's you your ideology. It's your, ide it's your ideology. Numbers that is actually science, leading data. to people that are. It's your ideology that is actually leading to negative impacts for. My ideology is the same as the so CDC analysis from uh, HHS and CDC data, which indicated that there were 32,000 preventable COVID-19 hospitalizations in June and another 187,000 preventable COVID hospitalizations among unvaccinated adults in the U.S. in August. OK, over 100,000 preventable people. They didn't need to be in the hospital. They didn't need to be taking up a hospital bed. They didn't need to be on an ICU. They could have been home with their family with COVID, sweating it out for a day or two. And thank goodness they got vaccinated because the vaccine is helping them, preventing them from actually dying. So the fact, again, that you would virtue signal about hunters killing people, LOLOL. It's not a virtue Meanwhile, signal. again, your ideology is what's doing that. Uh, no, because the vaccines aren't stopping the spread. I don't know how many, how many times I need to repeat myself. It's because you're um, an NPC. I don't think you know how to not defer back to your. I've already addressed your fucking transmission. No, you didn't. You've yes, completely I failed did. to. Because my I question to you is even, why? Okay, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to say it anymore. I've said it so many I, times. No, because I directly, I've directly, directly ask the question. Let him directly have, respond without <laughs> interrupting. And then we can determine through our notes what's going on here. Go ahead, RPG. 
Well, he the, the problem that we're facing right here is, is that I'm stating, like the CDC director and everybody else right now, the entire scientific community is stating the vaccines are not stopping the transmission of the Delta variant. With that being the case, what is the argument for Red Pill Gaming to get vaccinated? And he just keeps going off on this hospitals thing, which I agreed with him on, the deaths thing, which I agreed with him on. But you so don't th this is the problem is you keep, excuse me? You don't realize how you play a role there. So again, I already said, <clears throat> let's say for the sake of argument that the vaccine does not stop transmission at all. Okay. It doesn't stop so, saying, can we establish this? Uh, I mean, no, I don't want to involve the moderator up. here, but can we establish like what the scientific no. No, facts they, are? They, they, it's no, not hypothetical. That's for the, that's the determination for you guys to argue over. It's not our determination. To no, you're like right. But it's just like, this is the entire, we're going to go back and forth for two hours this, here talking about it, it does stop no, transmission. It, it doesn't, it, it does, it doesn't. This is what the vaccine does is it is spike protein that put, I know that how it works. I yes, know your chances of dying you, are lower. Your chances of hospitalization is lower. That gives you antibodies, which does prevent you, gives you a layer of protection from getting the virus. But again, even if you are to get the virus. So let's say that you are not vaccinated. I know so this stuff already. But this is the response to your transmission no, thing. Do we just it isn't. You're you're saying it's the response, and then you're not well, responding. I'm not going to be able to. The thing is, is I'm not going to be able to convince you on anything because it's not, you're living your life in denial. You're so not a logical. You're, what no, you're saying so first and foremost, is not logically following. It's all non sequiturs. It's it's it. You're not I'm responding. You're saying you're responding what? without responding. Okay, so let me explain again. The oh. transmission point you bring up, it whether or not I concede on that is irrelevant. And it is, is not irrelevant. This is why it's irrelevant is because if you are unvaccinated, you are more likely to get the virus, right? Do you do you agree with that? Am I more likely to get the virus? It depends when I got. Oh, if I'm unvaccinated. Yes. If you're unvaccinated, you're more likely to get the virus, and you're more likely to go to the hospital with that virus. Initially, right? yes. Initially, Initially, yes. Even hypothetically you're more likely to spread the Delta variant to other people also, especially since we know people can still get the Delta variant even if they're vaccinated. Now, when you do that, right, whether the vaccine stops transmission or not is irrelevant because the important thing is whether or not you actually need to go to the hospital because this is where we keep up. We I keep on deferring back to the hospital resources because, again, we live in a world where we have limited resources. So we don't have infinite money. We don't have infinite resources that we can throw at this. When hospitals are strained, we all suffer. And like I already read, when how do I are, suffer when there are hundreds of again, it's not just you. I don't know. It how is. No, it's not. It's about yes. How, it is. It's about how America. Me are getting vaccinated doesn't protect other people because I can't stop the spread right. of COVID when I get vaccinated. I I can't say but it. It will anymore. prevent you from going to the hospital, which would. I'm not going to the hospital. If you were to get COVID, you have a higher likelihood of going to the hospital, as do those who are unvaccinated. Yeah, it's so like a higher likelihood, but you're starting from the resources. You're starting with an Americans. extreme. You're, this you're is, starting. No, no, this within, is pathetic. no this don't is, cut me off because I'm making a good point here. The point you that I'm making is you're RPG. saying you're saying you're more likely, more likely than zero. Yeah, I mean there there is some technical difference, but once again, the difference is marginal. It's it's infinitesimally small, and for that reason, 
I'm not going to get vaccinated. You want to talk about, oh, you're afraid of the vaccine? Yeah, you know why? Because I'm afraid of the unknown. Unlike you, you're afraid of the known. We well, know no, what the, what, we know this what the is what you are. do is you hold on to the unknown because everything that we do know shows that this vaccine is safe and effective and is preventing people from dying you in the hospital. You don't know that it's you safe. You that don't know that. People from dying in the hospital. You Second don't know all, that it's safe. You I don't do know and it's, it's not safe effective. Because Second of all, I do know that it's safe because one, mRNA vaccines have been being used since 2011, although they oh, have really? been- Oh, really? Yes. They, so they've seen yes. widespread distribution yes. since 2011? Not widespread. Oh, okay. They've so been, you're wrong. So you're just, you're just saying that. Are you serious right now, Mike? I'm serious, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I didn't say that they were widespread use. I we're said beta that testing being, it on I said that on they've the been being tested right on humans for a long time, for 10 plus years at max. So really? They've been know, actively yeah, testing so it every single day for 10 plus years? So, 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 so we would know by now if there were negative effects because we've been, would again, we? trying to, yes, we've used mRNA vaccination technology on people with cancer treatments. We've used it to treat people with rabies in some aspects. And now it's fully FDA approved. It went through. Which doesn't mean shit. Yes, it does. It went through. No, it all doesn't. Because yes, you know what else is FDA through, approved? It went opioids, painkillers. And how did that work out for this country? How'd that work out? Procedures. Second How'd that work all, out? The largest trial three phase from the FDA was is actually it includes 40,000 people and it's still ongoing. Over Even how now, much time? It can't be a year. It was just developed. That's you don't have long term data. It is true. physically so impossible. Long term data. It's a physical ability. And when it comes to the FDA, I have a JAMA study here. FDA so conceals serious research misconduct, fraud, deception, I and even care death. I don't any of this. Just if the FDA Well, is well you should because if we're supposed to listen to the FDA, if the FDA approves it, then it's good to go. We're talking way over each other. Nobody because this in the guy audience. is like super bad faith and lying about everything. So just because the FDA has had scandals in the fucking past does not mean that you can disregard everything they say. For example, the White House has had scandals in the past. Doesn't mean if we get a oh, press that's report, a great example. That's it totally the same the thing. It doesn't mean if we get a press report about how hey there might be a risk of nuclear missiles or something that we're not going to take it seriously. Okay. When it comes to the FDA approval process, everything was done properly. It went through all the necessary animal trials. How and do you know that? You don't know that you, can you read have about no idea process. you could read this about it okay the, in, in the corporate press in, in the so pfizer sponsored press in the in the pfizer sponsored press you can read about it are you that stupid you're really I'm that actually, e you're really that I'm malleable you're that easy to control it's like I'm embarrassed you say, for you you're a well, corporate you say, slave you're a corporate bootlicker exactly oh, it's it's that you say that you're it says that you say that you're Rosie I need you to close the door look Stop. You guys are talking please, way past each other. We've we've turned this more into an insult fest than anything. Well, I don't it's feel funny like because it began much. with me not being allowed to say anti-vaxxer. And now this guy's literally been calling me names the entire time, lying about what I just said, and then yelling at me when I don't pull up the article with his exact number that he was too lazy to look up himself. You're so so Hunter, Hunter, You're... you've been cursing too, though. I mean... We're allowed to swear on the crucible. Yeah. He's been calling me Okay, names. well, I just think it's you know he's been We're making complain about insults well let's just back, not an insult yeah she i mean she's right let's let's just try to back it up a little bit okay we've only got 10 minutes in this debate left before we get to the q a maybe we can back get it up this guy's being a fucking idiot right now he's being dishonest he's being bad faith and he's lying to your audience and he's lying to mine you're I lying 
I don't the vaccines it. cannot stop transmission. That's a quote from Rochelle Walensky. Keep saying it, NPC. Keep saying it. Medical it's, it's misinformation. It's just, it, it take this guy off the internet right it now. Can't stop transmission. It can't stop transmission. And this guy. Say it again. There's no place. This guy like should be home. homeless. No this guy should like be home. starving. How dare you question the experts? Have you People like you. Your shoes together three times. You can't. <laughs> just you're living your life in a fucking fantasy dude i mean this at this no point, you it's are like, yeah you i are. know it doesn't stop transmission it doesn't stop it doesn't. transmission. it doesn't you, stop transmission. you still haven't disproved that i've it, because i don't you can't have impossible. to disprove it or yes, you concede do. that yes you I do. already explained why that point is all right let, let's move forward how about this let's let's try this we have 10 no, minutes no, no, left no, right now tens of millions of americans are facing a vaccine mandate and Many of them do not need the vaccine for the very same reasons I've been explaining to you this entire time. So what well, is your do. argument? What is your argument for people to get vaccinated when the vaccines do not stop transmission? And what about the people that have natural immunity? I mean, there's people right now who, who are about to lose their jobs, millions, tens of millions of people who are facing termination that have natural immunity, which is stronger and longer lasting than vaccinated right. immunity. So how, how could you, how could you explain yeah. that? So again, we know that for a third of people that even get COVID, they don't develop natural immunity. And we also know that natural immunity Do we know is that? I don't know if we know that. We also I don't know, know if we know that. doesn't actually last as long. We also That's know bullshit. That, again, you acknowledge it's bullshit. You're completely So there's a lot to, again, I'm not going to fall into this dichotomy. Your own words? I don't need to. I'm. Can I say a fucking thing? Got, no. Yeah, you, you Dude, this is a pointless discussion. You have to let him finish. Let I him finish. keep trying to defer back to. So if these people have natural immunity or whatnot, again, it, I'm not going to fall into a dichotomy that doesn't need to be there. It is not natural immunity versus the vaccine. Now, for the people that don't want to get the vaccine, I would have to ask, well, what is their reason for that? First of all, there's there. I mean, it's safe. It's effective. We can look at the international rates of people that are literally in the hospital. The hospitalization rates among with people with covid spiking the hospitalization rates among the unvaccinated spiking vaccinated. We're living the good life. OK, we're not going to oh, the hospital. So, again, I keep on deferring back that. Your transmission argument, I can ignore it for the rest of this thing because it's you irrelevant. Can't. That's why you lost. Even you can't get past it. No, because that's why you lose. That's why I will never get vaccinated because, because you can't make the argument. It's the impossible. Transmission rates change. What matters is the hospital resources. That's what actually no, affects it makes no all sense of at all. us Americans. I have no does. effect on I the hospital resources. You do because if no, you don't I get don't. vaccinated and you get the virus and then you spread it to someone else who might be more. It doesn't make a difference if I get vaccinated. That's the fucking point. You won't take up a hospital bed and you also. Oh. Are it's not going to happen. First place. And it's not going to happen. Ninety percent of those hospitalized have comorbidities. Ninety percent, not not thirty, not fifty. Comorbidities. People have people have underlying conditions that can cause like negative effects all the time. But again, it doesn't matter. It like, does matter. It, it does because these people with comorbidities, they too don't want to go to the hospital. So even well, if it maybe they shouldn't be fat, then you so know, even if it doesn't, COVID right. is yeah, basically. Just COVID is basic. That, that's it, this it guy's is. solution. It's, it, it's it hilarious. It is about oh being fat, actually, because 80% of hospitalizations <laughs> and deaths are from the morbidly obese. So what this actually is, is this is AIDS for fat people. That's what COVID is. That's the discussion we wow. should be having. 
That's what it is. CDC data. Okay. 80% so this is the lazy cop response, which is let's just blame the fat people when what's the more realistic solution? People getting that are unhealthy people, are dying. That's that's the moral of the story. Vaccinated so that they don't actually end up going to the hospital and dying or saying, hey, fatties, get on the treadmill and cut back. Yes. Cream. Yes. Now, maybe that's good advice yes. for some people. Sure. That's but great that advice not, for every fat that person. That is absolutely not a solution to COVID-19. It is. It's a great solution vaccination thing no well, it's we can't not. have that it's discussion instead instead oh big is beautiful oh the fatter you are the, the prettier the sexier you like are you're, you're killing just people like, just like your talk this entire time this is a virtue signal this is so that you can blame someone else and say fat people just stop doing it that's unrealistic and you know it's that. killing it's irresponsible so unhealthy people it's, it's not killing me so that people don't end it's up not killing hospital. me it's, it's killing it's you killing already people that are irresponsible people that make poor life decisions i know you okay, like those kind of people got, we've got a ton of questions we've got to get to we're going this guy came <laughs> we're going very very circular <laughs> but it's it's uh, hard arguing with npcs i'm sorry i do want to i do want to oh, give i do want to give people a chance to, I want you guys to both get your closing statements in, and then we do have a ton of questions for you. Uh, RPG, uh, go ahead with your closing statement. <laughs> I feel like we've been saying the same two sentences back and forth for the last hour or so, so nothing was accomplished. But um, I will once again reiterate that I, I understand, and I, I even conceded, that the, the vaccines do, if you are in an at-risk category, they will cut down significantly severe illness and death. I have no problem admitting that because it's true based on the numbers. That is an absolute fact. Okay. But what I'm also based off the same numbers from the same source and from the same people, and it's coming out more and more as time goes on and the immunity wanes, I cannot being vaccinated. I am I, I, I can still spread the virus to others, and that's what's happening. That's why there's no relationship at all in 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 vaccine rates and case rates. That's why every other country with high vaccine rates, they're having the same the same problems right now. That's why they have the delta variant. That's why they still have a lot of cases because the vaccines are not stopping transmission. They're not stopping infection. And for that reason, I don't see whether I get vaccinated or not, it's not going to make a difference. And the other, I, I, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm not going to go on forever. The The second point I wanted to kind of get to that we never did was as far as the, the vaccine mandates go, there, what, what is the argument for, for telling somebody with natural immunity, which is stronger and longer lasting, why does that person have to lose their job when, when they have better immunity and protection to COVID than the vaccinated population? I would have liked to get into that a little bit more because that's completely illogical to me. And I think it's tyrannical and disgusting what the left is doing right now. But I'll, I'll just shut up because I've said enough. And I'll well, I mean, your closing statement can be up to five minutes. So, I mean, if you if you want to take the time to explain okay. what, whatever you want to, you can. It's so okay. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, so, um, yes, yeah, so like right now, there are tens of millions of people in America all around the world who have previous infection. And to say that, you know, it doesn't matter if you've been working here for 20 years, it doesn't matter if you, you know, the skills that you bring to the table, doesn't matter. It, like None of it matters at all. If you don't take this vaccine against your will with unknown risks, then 
you, you lose your job and you're going to be homeless and you're going to be starving. This is what Noam Chomsky is saying. And leftists are they're unanimously they're they're cheering. They're like, yeah, kill them. And that's really the bottom line here is this has nothing to do with the science, because as you all saw tonight, I presented <clears throat> the science to Hunter and he doesn't give a shit. This is an ideological it, 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 it's it goes beyond the virus. It's an ideological war that we're fighting here. And he's using COVID as a proxy to excise the people that he disagrees with from the society. You see them do this with social media. You see them, they're doing this in the schools. They're doing this in the workplace. They're doing it in the military. At the end of the day, this is just about purging people that go against corporate interests. When you're watching the media, you have to understand the media, big pharma, the politicians, they all have an incestuous relationship. Pfizer is the sixth most owned stock by Congress. Johnson & Johnson is the seventh most owned stock by Congress. When you're watching CNN, it'll say, oh, you know, this, this medical segment was brought to you by Pfizer. This one was brought to you by Moderna. You have former FDA commissioners who are on the, the board for Pfizer now. You have former FDA commissioners. So that, that's the thing. These people, they're all in bed with each other. And I'm not saying COVID's not real, and I'm not saying the vaccine doesn't work at all, but you have to, they're even, the White House is even using tax dollars to pay influencers on social media. They're paying celebrities, they're paying musicians, they're paying TikTokers to shill for the vaccine. Like, what is going on here? Some people should get vaccinated, but if you're young and healthy, if you're a kid, I mean, that's insane. Children are not dying of COVID, they're not spreading it, and they want to vaccinate five-year-olds now so is, is my time up <laughs> uh yeah it, okay. it, was, it was right it was right on the cusp you're you're good Hunter, okay you have five minutes to close yeah ultimately it just uh comes back to the same kind of thing which is deferring to ignorance and the fear of the unknown this idea that well we don't know the long-term spooky effects we really do. mRNA vaccines have been being studied for a very long time. COVID-19 vaccines, for example, have been being researched for 50 plus years. And ah, everything sorry, and all of this sorry. went through the necessary uh, uh, approval process with the FDA under emergency use and whatnot. Again, I've continuously tried to address this transmission thing that you keep on bringing up the transmission thing, but you're missing the key part, which is that it's it's not just, well, I got the virus, so the vaccine doesn't work. It's where where does that take you? What happens next? Do you go to the hospital? Do you go, do you get worse? Do you die? No. All of that is decreased because of the vaccine. And that ultimately benefits the entire country. And the problem is, is that when we have this conversation, you keep deferring back to, well, how does this benefit me personally, me, the actual guy sitting right? If you want to have a personal discussion, then I would consider maybe taking it up with your therapist. But that's not what don't we're here to debate with. Not well, a leftist. Don't need those. I can tell. It's his closing you statement. Don't interrupt in the closing statement. I can please. tell you don't have a therapist, but if you want to actually Thank look you. at this again, we can just look at the hospitalization rates among people with COVID, among the unvaccinated versus the vaccinated. These are the best stats to look at because again, the vaccine, the main thing it is supposed to do is prevent you from having severe adverse effects. And by preventing that, you reduce the strain on hospital resources. And by preventing that strain, you benefit all of America. You benefit the economy. We've already seen how it's costing billions upon billions of dollars. 
uh, anti or uh, um, unvaccinated individuals are costing hospitals billions of dollars. And we already know that there are over 200,000 preventable hospitalizations due to COVID-19. These are individuals that could have been living their lives happy and healthy with their families, with their children. But no, instead, they're in the hospital suffering, taking up valuable resources, forcing other people to have their surgeries and their needs pushed to the side simply because they don't want to get vaccinated because they're scared. Again, every time with any vaccine, the, the negative effects have shown themselves within two months maximum. The mRNA vaccine is actually the mRNA spike protein only is in your system for a couple days at max and your body then just discards it. The vaccine is like a payload. It goes in, it gives you the antibodies you need, gives you that boost you need, and that's it. Overall, though, it absolutely is benefiting those. The people that are vaccinated like I keep deferring to, are not dying and they're not suffering in the hospital. And that is really the key thing there. It's not as the transmission isn't as important. What happens is after you actually get the virus. So with that, I'm fine with moving into the Q&A. So you never responded to my argument. It's, this was closing statements. I didn't. Was I supposed to respond to no, what he said in his closing you statement? Didn't, you didn't have to. He was saying he never responded to his argument before the closing statement, I think. Am I wrong? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like this entire debate, you you just you're making this totally tangential, whatever. Let's just get to Q and A. Tangential. I'm, I'm I literally sorry. gave you empirical sorry, evidence, I know, but I know we have hey, time constraints. I mean, I'd love to see this go another hour, but we do. We really do have time constraints for this. Uh, Radix, uh, who came in to assist me as a moderator, has been diligently taking notes throughout this, and I'm going to turn the floor over to her for any questions she might have. Here at the Crucible, we do things a little differently after the Q or after the closing statements are done. Moderators will often participate with our own notes to ask different debaters questions, and then we get to the audience Q&A. Go ahead, Radix. Okay, so I have a couple notes here, and um, I think the first one would be for Hunter. Um, preventing transmission, is, isn't that the only thing that a vaccine offers that would matter? Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Absolutely not. No. So... Uh, I know that, you know, um, RPG is going to push, push back against this, but the spike protein literally gives you antibodies and helps you build up a level of immunity, which does ultimately prevent you or low, I'm sorry, not prevent you, but it lowers your risk of actually getting the virus to begin with. But no, the transmission is not the only thing that matters at all. Again, it's if you are to get the virus, what happens next? You don't want to go to the hospital. Instead, you'll have a less severe case that goes away in a couple of days. We've seen this even in other countries like Israel, for example, where they had everybody vaccinated and then the efficacy waned a little bit. And then we had the Delta variant and they had a spike of Delta variant cases. But if you look at it, they weren't going to the hospital. They weren't dying. There was an outbreak, but not a pandemic. So no, transmission is not the only thing. Uh, you can respond, RPG. Um, I agree that transmission is not the only thing, but as far as this debate was concerned, the only question I wanted an answer to is Hunter Avalon, why should I get vaccinated if getting vaccinated doesn't? And, and this is like, it's, I, I feel like I'm, I'm like on acid right now. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm tripping on acid right now because I, you, then you're saying, oh, the debts, we're not talking. I'm just so frustrated right now. I don't want, I, I don't want to keep repeating it over and over and over again but his response 
it's not, he's not responding to that question. He's continuing to not respond to that question. Radix. Okay, so another question. Um, does vaccine immunization prevent you from being a carrier? Um, it's, oh wait, who's that for? For, for you, me? both of you can answer that. I mean, just like any vaccine that gives you like a level of protection, it can lower your likelihood of being a carrier. But again, if you get the vaccine, I mean, if you are to get Delta and have like a breakthrough infection, um, I mean, yeah, you could still carry it. But I could be wrong here. I would need to look this up. If, don't quote me on this directly. But I believe that the vaccinated, if they are to have a breakthrough infection, they're less likely to have as heavy a viral, <clears throat> excuse me, a viral load. So I think that it can definitely continue to just reduce the risk of spreading COVID and uh, uh, catching it as well. Um, there's no difference in viral load. And this is why in countries with extremely high vaccination rates like Israel and the UK, they're seeing the same exact <laughs> surges that we saw here in America, where the population is less vaccinated. Okay. Do either of you have statistics for um, the rate of myocarditis and pericarditis uh, from vaccines? Um, I have one from COVID also. Um, let me see. Um... Okay, so I can go first. So one article I have here, it says teenage boys more at risk from vaccines than COVID. Young males are six times more likely to suffer heart problems after being jabbed than hospitalized from COVID. And if you want further evidence that it's true, Finland, Sweden, and Denmark all paused the Moderna vaccine for that reason. Yet here you in know America, what else they said? I'm glad you brought that up. Do you say? know what else they said? Can you drop that study for me, please? Yeah, I would sure. like to see that study. Yeah, but they dropped the Moderna one and then said, go get the Pfizer vaccine. So that's not a very strong point for, for you, but. Yeah. Um, I would have to, I don't know. Do they offer the Pfizer vaccine in those countries? I don't know actually, yes. but they said that they, they said that you should go get, well, the there's Pfizer been issues with said. Pfizer too. Okay. This article is about <clears throat> Moderna. So why did you bring up the Moderna one? Because there's issues with the MRNA vaccines and myocarditis um, and it's not just Moderna. It's Pfizer too. I don't right, have the source so, on me right this second, but you're not going to gaslight me. It's, it's not just Moderna. Not it's gaslighting you. You are, you're trying to, I'm reading from CNBC. Do you want me to send it to you? Like, this is the thing is again, oh no 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 what, what, no no which I'm sorry what you really said kind of no no which you said was accurate they did say um you know for now get Pfizer instead what I'm saying to you is the idea that Pfizer is the safe one and Moderna is the one and and also then why are we still approving <clears throat> Moderna here in America if it's so does it work differently in in Europe sure so I have right here from the this is an Israeli study on myocarditis showing that the risk for it is very low and I can just read you this little blurb here that I have in my notes. Uh, the risk of developing inflammation of the heart muscle after receiving the Pfizer vaccine is very low. According to two large studies from Israel, the studies indicate that teenage boys and young men are most at risk of developing the condition known as myocarditis. But even in this group, the vast majority of cases are mild and people recover quickly. In one study of more than 5 million people who received the vaccine, 136 developed myocarditis. So this risk is extremely extremely low for myocarditis. And again, we also have CDC data. I'm going to keep deferring to that, which shows the significant increase of myocarditis, even in young people, if they are to get uh, COVID as well. So the, this again is a cross benefits analysis thing. It's much safer to just get the vaccine and get the well, Pfizer okay, one so if you don't want the Moderna one. 
Okay, so first off, myocarditis is only one side effect. Like you realize there's like a hundred other side effects. People, it, and they're all related to blood issues. They're all related to blood clotting. People are having seizures, heart attacks, aneurysms, strokes. So we're talking about, we're just like, it's kind of a, an unfair comparison to compare um, the safety of the vaccine to one of the side effects that you could potentially suffer from uh, through an adverse reaction. So, and, and based on the numbers that I have here, you say that the vaccine is safer, that's, Working off the VAERS data, which I, I will agree is 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 weird, um, but but it's the only thing I can I can work off of. Working off of that, there actually is no difference for someone like me in my age group with in, with my my health status. There is no difference between getting the vaccine or or the protection the vaccine would offer me and and um, the chance of having suffering from an adverse reaction. Okay, so um, I put a link in here into the chat. There are new figures out from the UK government that say um, basically the deaths of male children are 83% higher than the five-year average since they have been given the COVID-19 vaccine. Obviously, correlation doesn't equal causation, but what would both of you say to that? Uh, I would just have to dig into the studies more. I, I try to avoid like skimming uh, new studies right here in the middle of a debate. It's just it's not an effective way to actually like learn what it's saying. Um, I would have to look at it. I, I don't know how those numbers were collected. Um, I'm not really a professional data and analyst, but um, actually my wife is. So I'd have to probably review some of that before I could really give an uh, apt and appropriate response. Okay, um, we'll go. Do you want to say something, Andrew? Oh, I was just going to say RPG. Did you did you want to say anything to that? Uh, I was only going to say that ex I, I've seen a lot of articles like this too that state that excess mortality is up across the board. Could it be because of the vaccines? We don't know. Never know. Someone like me, I I would personally suspect that it absolutely could have something to do with it. But it's hearsay, so it's not an argument that I would uh, put forward in, in a debate like this. Yeah, this is also why I don't like to read through these here. It's like I'm just looking at one study which was linked and it says it's not even been peer reviewed yet. So it's oh, sort of please. like, you know, it it's like, it, it, you know, it, it, yeah, it doesn't matter. But you, meanwhile, I have CDC data, which you're trying to disregard, but it's no, not. It, okay. Okay, so um, this is for both of you guys. Hunter, you can go first. The vaccine doesn't confer T cells. Aren't T cells what give lasting immunity? So shouldn't that matter? Uh, sure. But I, I would have to, again, I don't, I'm not too familiar with T cells and whatnot. I, I just kind of know the, the general way that the, uh, vaccine works as far as introducing a spike protein, which is a, uh, comp, like a copy of a strand of DNA from the virus to essentially trick your body into building, um, the antibodies necessary. Um, I, I'm sure there, there could be some more research on there that I'd, I'd be happy to look at the, uh, the T cell stuff too. But again, I'm, I would have to look into that a little bit more. RPG. Um, I thought that was just for Hunter. It's for you too. Right, you can make a comment. Oh, I mean, I, I honestly don't, I'm not even sure about that. So I can't really even comment on it. All I can say again is that the immunity drops after six months to zero. That's, that's what I know. That's what I'm sticking to. Okay. Um, is it possible vaccines are rapidly mutating the virus? Yes, that is um, a possibility. And Hunter will say it's not. And that we actually started no, off the debate with that question. We started off with a, that. 
it's a possibility like maybe but there's a much like it seems that there would be a a bigger uh it risk seems based on what based on your personal opinion what is no it based seems... on no based on what the uh professor from the um uh, oh so based on what said. one professor said come on bro i mean like this is you just, just cited I, could, a I could say the same thing study at me and then laughed at me when i mentioned it so i, I don't know no, why you're acting no like when it comes super, to the peer-reviewed uh, thing everything i said tonight was peer-reviewed but here. when my when i present a peer-reviewed study you scoff at it so only your peer-reviewed studies count which is why the whole peer-reviewed thing is kind of bullshit because it's like only a, a leftist endorsed peer review study is presentable during a conversation like this. And then if I have one study that isn't peer reviewed, you go, oh, I'm not going to consider that as no. So. Okay. Well, to be fair, there, the Lancet report on hydroxychloroquine was peer reviewed and it later had to be pulled. So it's, that doesn't necessarily mean that, uh, you know, it, it's, totally perfect i know peer review doesn't make it foolproof i was, I was okay. literally just making a comment on, as to why i tried to avoid like skimming articles sent in the middle of a debate i just feel like that's not the best way to actually like have a productive convo totally okay. agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> um straining hospital resources that was something you brought up hunter um if that is an issue why then are hospitals firing their staff that haven't been <sighs> vaccinated because if the strain of the hospitals are due to people with COVID and then having extreme adverse effects, then it only makes sense that they don't want people there that aren't protected against one, getting COVID and two, having like a really serious negative outbreak. Thirdly, if you work in a hospital, like it's kind of known and common knowledge that like you're going to need to get your vaccines. So it's not like by that logic, well, if hospital resources are so strained, why aren't they just hiring anybody to be a nurse? Like that they still have to go by proper procedures. And also, this is a little bit off subject, but I really quickly wanted to bring this up. The team ran an analysis for samples received in May, June, and July of 100,000 UK volunteers, and the results suggested that among people testing positive, those who'd been vaccinated had a lower viral load on average than did unvaccinated people. I'll go ahead and link this in the chat as well if you want to check yeah, that I'll out. Yeah, drop sometime. it, of course. Okay, um, another question for both of you. Why are certain countries um, banning drugs for treating COVID? And how is that not a political issue? Which drugs? Maybe drugs like hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, whatever. Usually, I think those drugs end up getting uh, discouraged because they just they haven't been demonstrated to be effective in fighting COVID. So like the ivermectin thing, for example, yeah, we had the issue with people that were actually consuming horse paste. No, but that's there's, false. Well, there was an issue with that, but there's no, there also, wasn't. There was never an issue with that. That was false. There the was not a higher, there wasn't a higher rate of uh, uh, poison control reports. Yeah, it went from one to two. That was the difference. Okay, that was well, bullshit. Either way, there were some people that were consuming like the uh, the horse paste shit, but that's not Almost the nobody. only but that's not the only thing that ivermectin is. Ivermectin is also available for human use and it treats parasites um, and worm, like worms, shit like that. Um, so, I mean, it's an effective medication for treating parasites, but it's not in a very effective medication when it comes to actually like treating COVID. There was a really big review done by, uh, I believe it was called the Cochrane Review, a Cochrane Review, um, which looked over various hospitalization rates and found that, it just seemed that when ivermectin was administered, it didn't make it better or worse. It just kind of did nothing. Okay. Um, I do have some things here on ivermectin. Um, 
they they saw a lot of success with ivermectin in India, um, in in Japan. The Tokyo Medical Association recommended ivermectin for all doctors. On Africa, significantly lower mortality rates and cases in 19 African countries with ivermectin. They which they they ended up discovering incidentally because they're taking it for other reasons. They're taking it for uh, anti-parasitical reasons, like Hunter laid out. And then what they what they happened upon is, oh, what's going on here? These people are all they are all taking ivermectin, and there there's a lower mortality rate here. Could there be something to that? The answer is sure. yes. The reason why well, that answer the reason why that answer isn't verified by the scientific community is because there is no financial the, the, the financial motive isn't there okay if, if they verify that hydroxychloroquine ivermectin and other alternative treatments if they verify that this stuff works is effective against covid then there's no money to be made off of the newly patented covid vaccines it's all about money this entire thing doesn't mean it's not real but it's all about money. Pfizer's making billions of dollars. Moderna's making billions of dollars. There's no political will. There's no there's no corporate will to verify so whether or not ivermectin is effective. I, so I have it's, a, you can it's, quickly it's, respond. I'm sorry, Hunter. Go ahead. Yeah, just really quick. So I mean, when you talk about these other countries, I know there were some other countries that originally it was there for like the standard of care, but I believe that that changed over time. Again, you're able to look and be like, hey, they're taking ivermectin, have lower mortality rates. Is there something there? We can speculate all day long, but that absolutely doesn't prove causation. All you have there is some correlation. And the reason I defer to the studies here is because they use randomized controlled trials, which is the best way to test the efficacy of this thing. It was among 1,678 participants. Treatment of mild to moderate COVID-19 patients was investigated in 13 studies comparing ivermectin with placebo or with no treatment. Only one study investigated prevention. The Cochrane Review cannot confirm whether ivermectin compared with placebo or usual care leads to more or fewer deaths after one month, whether it improves or worsens patients' condition. So, so essentially- maybe. So essentially there was no benefit at all. It just- There, there, there was, might've been, they can't confirm, maybe. The jury's right, still but this, out. But this comes from after looking at the overall test, there was like, there's no, there was no confirmation because there was no significant improvement among those that took ivermectin. And this, there were studies who that were- Who sponsored the research, who overlooked the research. That, there were you, I know you, you understand a lot of these studies are paid for, right? I know, yes, yes. Defer to your uh, conspiracy theories, but- Oh, right, also, that, that's never happened before. There have also that's never happened before, that, right? That's never all, happened before, I'm making that up. Pfizer, a company like Pfizer, there's no place the, like home. The largest medical, the med medical fraud case settlement in history, Pfizer though, they, they certainly wouldn't get involved in something like that. Okay. So anyway, when Why we look at this information, man? we can see very easily how ivermectin doesn't really seem to be benefiting people when we're actually be. looking at randomized controlled trials. And it's the same thing also with um, hydroxychloroquine. We've seen this happen it could before be also. that as well. Uh, let him talk. Yeah, you got to let him talk. It's a little Go distracting. Ahead, I'm shutting up now. <laughs> Go ahead, Hunter. Sorry. Oh, that, I, that, that was it. Go ahead. That was it. Okay. Um, I did a... have one quick thing I wanted to interject with, if you don't mind, Radix. I was mm -hmm. going to ask RPG uh, just a quick question for you that I had in my notes. Are you are you saying in, uh, in your worldview that you think that vaccines have a 0% rate of helping to stop transmission? Do you think there's any rate at all that they help stop transmission? 
No, so they definitely do stop transmission, but in order to stop transmission, the the immunity level has to remain high. If it's in the 90s, 90 plus, that's a good thing. But if it's dropping down to 20 or it's dropping down to even zero, then that's why they're now stating that it can't stop transmission because the immunity levels have dipped too low. So I'm not an anti-vaxxer like Hunter would, would love to say. He'd love to call me an anti-vaxxer so he can act like everything I say is illogical, ascientific, not based in reason. But unfortunately for him, I'm, I'm just going based <coughs> off the data and the science. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, um, I just had that in my notes, Radix. Go ahead. The vaccine, does this, could, is it possible that the vaccine puts you at higher risk for other infections? That's addressed to both of you. Okay, so I'll go first. Um, I, once again, it's something that that I've heard about. I actually, I actually didn't, um, I, I did not personally look into that specifically because I feel like even if I did, it's not something that I'd be able to sell to Hunter. So it, it's absolutely a possibility, but I really can't speak to it. Um, does it put you at higher risk of other diseases? Is that of the getting, question? Of other infections. Yes. Um, I don't think that that's a thing. I, I mean, I would, again, have to look into that more. I, I honestly, the other day I saw something that said the opposite, that actually the COVID vaccine provides protection against other uh, viruses and diseases in some aspects as well. But again, I, I need to look into that a little bit more too. Um, okay. But no, to my understanding, there's not anything to do with that now. Okay. Um, Hunter, you've talked about... Um that you think vaccines should be mandated because of sort of like the greater good of society. Um, what do you say about government being involved in things like alcohol, uh, fast food and opiate effects? So it's not just the greater good of society. It's more about how in many ways we already uh, curtail our behavior in, well, oh, wait, 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 I'm sorry. Excuse me, I misspoke here. You're right. Yes, it is about the uh, overall good of society. And that's because we already curtail our behavior in ways to benefit all of society. So the government, for example, restricts you from like driving drunk, right? So that, for example, is a way that you have body, bodily autonomy, but the government says that you are unable to exercise your right, operate your property, consume what you want, because for the good of society. So when you say obesity or opioids or whatever, I mean, that's something that mainly does only affect the individual. Obesity, that really affects mainly the individual. Whereas when we have the unvaccinated, this leads to more mutations. This leads to uh, more spreadability of the Delta variant. Uh, you know, we've already gone over kind of the negative impacts there. Um, I mean, I think that people who are overweight should be encouraged to lose weight. Absolutely. But the government restricting what someone eats is a lot different than the government or the state mandating someone gets a vaccine, considering the, the state actually has the right to do that. Uh, my response is that COVID is killing almost exclusively fat people. Um, as far as obesity is concerned, I would ask Hunter, doesn't People who are making reckless decisions, people who are obese, people who are addicted to drugs, people aren't these people putting a drain on our hospital resources? Do you take issue with yeah, those people? They yes, they do, absolutely do often, are. But do you they're... often call those people out and shame them and say they need to be well, excised from polite they, society they and we need to lose their jobs? Should fat people a... lose their jobs? It, hold on. Fat people are not contributing to a strain on hospital resources to the same degree as like people with the Delta variant overall. And also keep in mind that but when it comes to the speaking, Delta variant, 
And also keep in mind that when it comes to the Delta variant, it also doesn't just affect fat people. It affects elderly people. It affects people with diabetes. I've known plenty of people that are not fat that have diabetes. That's well, statistically thing. speaking, so, that's that's not that's so not the, normal. But that but is those, a good point to put to you, actually, RPG. What do you say to the fact that elderly people are at high risk and that the justification for the vaccine, obviously, is that younger people should take it in order to protect the elderly who are at high risk? Well, I'm, I'm going to make the same point I made the entire time, which is if that was actually the case with the vaccines that are currently available, then Hunter might have an argument. You need to get vaccinated to protect grandma. This is something that we were hearing for the first year or so, and you haven't heard in months now because it isn't true anymore, which is my well, contention. It's still, with I mean, Hunter. It's still, it's still, no, it still negatively impacts like elderly people. Absolutely. But when we're talking about why like everybody should get vaccinated, I felt that the uh, hospital resource po resource point is a much more solid one, considering that can affect all of us here as well. And what I wanted to say before, I want to circle back. Yeah, anyone that's sick, anyone with pre-existing conditions puts a strain on hospital resources. But we're talking about being we're talking about proportions here. And right now, hospitals are having a unprecedented strain put on them because of infections involving COVID-19. So when you get vaccinated and you're less likely to go to the hospital, that makes America a safer, better place for everybody. So that's that. Yeah. Did you have anything else, Radix? Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I think the only other thing I, I wanted to have here was perhaps for you to, um, Hunter, if you can validate, uh, that the vaccine stops transmission or how that is not relevant to this. Sure. So I just set, uh, linked the study that showed that, um, they found that people with who were vaccinated and then got COVID, uh, uh had let, um, smaller viral loads, which means that it is less likely, or I'm sorry, it slows their transmission, absolutely. But the reason I say that it's not in uh, overall super relevant to this discussion is because whether it stops transmission uh, or not isn't the main thing. Again, it's about what happens if you actually get COVID-19 in this case. And in this case, the vaccinated have a clear advantage in not going to the hospital and having a way like uh, higher likelihood of just getting better, just getting better on their own, whereas the unvaccinated tend to be at a higher risk of needing to go to the hospital. It's about preventing the severity of the virus if you are to get it. It's not just about building up immunity against it, although the vaccine does help in that aspect as well. As far as viral load is concerned, I have something here. Uh, this is from the Lancet Infectious Diseases Journal, and it reads, people who contracted COVID had a similar viral load regardless of whether they had been vaccinated. This this was published yesterday, and I could post a link in the chat, so yeah, you're wrong about that. Please post okay, well, chat. I mean, I just read you the study that showed the complete opposite, so I'll look over your study. You can look over mine. We'll see where we go from there. Gentlemen, that was a hell of a good debate. I appreciate <laughs> both of you coming on. Uh, can we end with some words of wisdom first from you, Hunter, and then uh, Red Pill Gaming, and I'll let you guys get on your way. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, look me up on my YouTube, uh, Hunter Avalon, or my Twitch, Hunter Avalon. Appreciate the conversation again, Red Pill Gaming. Stay safe out there, buddy. <laughs> That's my words of wisdom. Thanks. The Crucible thanks you once again, Hunter, for another good debate. RPG, thanks, words of wisdom. 
Um, well, to show myself real quick, the name is Red Pill Gaming TV. I live stream on Odyssey. I have a daily news program that I do. Uh, I also put stream highlights on YouTube. If you want the hot takes, go to Telegram, RPG TV, or follow me on Gab at Red Pill Gaming TV. Um, as far as words of wisdom, I, I wish I could have had a more productive conversation with Hunter. I feel like we... I, I, I feel like we spent a lot of time talking past each other, although I would argue he was the one talking past me, but that's neither here nor there. And I did lose my cool uh, quite a bit. I was getting frustrated. So for people in the audience who, who maybe weren't so crazy about that, you know, uh, this is my first major debate. So it's something that I was excited for, looking forward to, and I, I hope to do it again. Uh, BPF, thank you so much, man. And to do a little bit of ass kissing, great job with your platform so far. You're, you're kicking ass, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see the channel grow. Radix, thank you for your questions, and that's it. You guys have a great night. Thanks again. Take care. See ya.